Lights, and you're listening to P.S. Tape Recorder. Hello there, I'm P.F. This is my tape recorder. Coming up, it's Lydia Knight from The Regrets. I never considered us, honestly, to be a full punk band because that felt wrong and, like, kind of poserish to me because I knew that we wrote some punk music and made certain punk songs in our show, but... So we have an interview with Lydia. We have a song of the week coming up from The Regrets. It's a, it's the All Regrets episode. It's an All Regrets weekend here on PFC Reporter, and we're going to start with a review of their concert here in Cincinnati, nay Covington, Kentucky, just across the river. Here we go. All right, so I'm here with Liza, nearly Liza, as you may know her from social media channels, and... Uh, <laughs> We're gonna, before we have our interview with uh, the regrets, we're going to, or mostly Lydia, uh, we're going to uh, review the show we just saw here in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Covington, as was pointed out to the crowd, uh, by the crowd. Um, mm-hmm. but that's, that's something we got to get sorted here. We're in a weird situation. Maybe if you live in St. Louis right or. Right on the border. Yeah, St. Louis, you probably have the same problem. If there, the venue's across the river, then people get all confused. Lights, I think, is the only one that ever tried to straighten it out. She's like, um, should I say Cincinnati or Covington? And it was. Uh, it was Pale Waves uh, did that too. They oh, No, that, it was the opener for Pale Waves, I asked. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, can, Candescence? Or was it the other yeah. opener? Okay, yeah, it wasn't Kaylee Mark. Okay. So, anyway. Uh, regrets. Uh, thoughts, Nearly Liza. I really like their performance. I actually asked in the interview if they're going to play some songs from their new album, and they ended up playing a couple of songs from the new album. They might have played, I think they played two from their new album. I know that they, um, they were playing a couple of others from their, at the other shows, but I think ours was the only one who got, um, I don't remember what song it was. But they, uh, I knew most of the songs. I was really pleased with myself. <laughs> they, I was uh, they, really excited. They, they played the hits, yeah. And, uh, boy, even though, as you're going to hear in the interview, um, you know, she's, what, what, she's 18? Yes. But she's been at this a, a long time. Uh, she's been writing music and playing and been in bands and stuff. And, uh, and even her band mates, you can tell, they've really, uh, they've been doing this uh, a while. And, it, you know, they're they great stage presence, great stage banter. Uh, you know, really got the, the crowd involved. And, uh, yeah, but put me a little bit in the mind of the Go-Go's, and people are going to say, yeah, because it's a couple of chicks and there's a dude drumming. But And, no, not really, because it had that kind of, you know, uh, more of that simple, not really punky, but kind of punky new wave feel. And just kind of their stage, especially their bass player, reminded me a lot of Jane Wheedlin, who was the guitar player from the Go-Go's. I don't know. That just Janessa? Put me in that mind. Yes, yes. So, but uh, I would think great, great show overall. Highly recommended. Uh, I think they're going to be big. Yeah, I really like, during, um, I think, Picture Perfect is when they had us get down on the floor. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, like, we just, and then we, like, jumped up. And, yeah, it was kind of scary, though. I didn't think people were really going to, like, mosh that hard. I was surprised. It's, like, the- it's the regrets. Like, I mean, they do have some, like, upbeat stuff. They but, do. But, like, I don't know. I thought it was kind of strange that people were, like, moshing. Like, the crowd was very rough. And I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the pit it was kind of op- rough. The pit did open up. <laughs> yeah, I yes. left before the pit opened up. Like, yes. it really opened up. I left before. 
I went and got merchandise while the pit opened up and there I was really go. glad I did. <laughs> there you go. I was not in there. Another thing I wanted to mention real quick, this is a discussion we had this morning in the car, was uh, how people describe them as punk. And that's, uh, I, can, I can see that because it's, it's very fast. They're very quick songs, and in that sense, it's it's mm-hmm. punk, I would say. But it's kind of doing them at a service because she's a very talented musician and songwriter, and she's been playing since she was, while you're going to hear in the interview, I think she was like since six or seven or something like that. So she's yeah. been playing a long, long time. And her bandmates, again, you know, you're kind of doing people a little disservice by saying, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a punk band. Well, yes and no. Uh, they're much more talented than that overall. And uh, Lydia's a great songwriter, and uh, we're looking more forward to more from The Regrets. Any other thoughts, Lies? Oh, the opening act. I like the opening act. Um, hot, well, it was kinda... hot Flash, Heat Wave, right? Yeah. Do you reckon was... they couldn't decide on a the name? They said, should we be Hot Flash or should we be Heat Wave? And they said, let's just be both. Stop. <laughs> I almost, well, I almost called them Hot Shell Heat Wave. <laughs> well, like, while we were waiting for The Regrets to come on and they were playing, um, the drummer from The Regrets actually stood behind my friend and I and watched them. Yes, and I texted Liza to tell her, there's and, a regret behind yeah, you. Yeah, I didn't know. I did not know what to do, and I didn't bother him because I felt like that would be, like, kind of mean if I was like, hey, like, you know, because they were clearly watching the show. And then during The Regrets, the guy from Hot Flash Heat Wave stood behind me, too. There you go. <laughs> Recommend those boys too. They were very nice. Uh, that 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 uh, they fit well with regrets uh, as, uh, as an good, open yeah. act. Yeah, so very good. All right, one from NoCal, one from SoCal, and uh, sorted. All right, so that's that. We're gonna uh, let me see. I guess uh, move on to the interview now with Lydia Knight. I sound like such an annoying Wallows fan in this interview, <laughs> but I literally those are just my questions. Like I'm not like deeply like mushing them together i feel like it seems like that but i like i like them both but and i know that they're affiliated with each other but i separate the regrets from wallows i swear all right and with that disclaimer (laughs) we go on on to the interview How's it going? Good. I'm it's great. Going. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, to, uh, to, I've been following the Gretz for just a little while now, and uh, I brought with me a regrets, more of a regrets expert. Uh, my sometimes co-host Liza is joining us to ask Hi. some questions as well. Oh wow! Yes. Hi. She, Hi. She's a, a big fan of some, a big fan of some friends of yours as oh. well, uh, namely Wallows. Uh, some so. Friends of mine. Yes, Wallows. Oh, Wallows, really? Yeah. Yeah, we've uh, we've traveled near and oh, far yeah. to see them. That's yeah. so funny. I'm sitting next to uh, one of them. <laughs> oh, let, let's see. Let's see if we can guess which one. <laughs> How many guesses do we get? Yeah, I wonder who. Yeah. It's cool. I don't know if you know, but I gave you guys a sticker of you two. Huh? I gave you guys a sticker of you two. Um, at In Chicago, I gave Dylan a drawing of you and him. Oh, really? Dylan in Chicago, did you get a sticker... A drawing sticker of the two of us? That's so cool. <laughs> um, 
So, well, let's start from the top. Let's do a little, uh, as, as a Mark Marin approach would, would do it. I mean, I believe I know the answer to the first question, but, but where are you from originally? Did you grow up in Southern California? Um, sorry, I, uh, I was born in New Orleans, and then I grew up in Santa Monica. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, how old were you when you moved to California? Probably like one and a half or two, honestly. Okay. I think. So you, you, you pretty much grew up So in, I grew up here. Okay. Right there in Santa Monica. Cali gal. Yeah. We were just there on the pier last week. You were? Yeah, yeah. We were out there on vacation. And, uh, one oh, of the, that's awesome. One of the places we went to was the pier. Yeah. So, uh, was it a... Oh, I love the pier. Oh, uh, yeah. It was, uh, it's a lot better than when we were, when we were out there 20 years ago, my wife and I. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, so it's a lot more uh, built <laughs> up and not places to shop and things like that. Um, so... Did you grow yeah. up in a, in a musical family? Was there always music around you, or did that interest come from, like, I hanging out with friends? Yeah, my family certainly is musical, but none of them play anything. But they're very, um, both of my parents are extremely passionate about music. My dad owned and ran a, like, nightclub venue in New Orleans for a long time, and then has had a radio station and made music videos, and they're just both huge music lovers and freaks. So, and what about mom? My mom used to make metal music as a hobby when she was younger, um, and that's about it. But she has great music taste, and yeah. So, did you uh, start playing an instrument early on, or did that come later when your music with interest interest in music really kicked in? I started playing when I was six. Um, like the day after my sixth birthday, uh, is when I started taking guitar lessons because I got my guitar for that birthday. Okay. And were you listening to a, a lot of music like at that time? Like did, cause it was, cause it was always around. Oh, yeah. like, so what kind of stuff were you listening to? Stuff? I mean, there's always music. Yeah. I grew up, the first band I was really, really into was, um, the Ramones. When I was like a toddler, and then Joan Jett, I was obsessed with Joan Jett. Um, got to, uh, just a lot of The Clash and The Cure and the water, a lot of my dad's stuff. Um, and then, yeah, there's just always music playing in the house. And my dad likes to take credit and think that he brainwashed me to have good taste because of the music you would always play in the house and in the car. Liza's hitting me right now as you were saying that. <laughs> He did that to me all the time. Huh? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. But what's funny, with, and, and Liza has an older sister, too, but what's what's cool, and I'm sure this is the case with you, is, yeah, we curated their music early on, but they've also gone on to like stuff of their own and contemporary stuff, which we also like. Yeah. So they, we've discovered stuff through them, which is really, including you guys, as a matter uh, you guys and, and Dylan's Aww, band, of course. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's really cool the way that works. Have you, were you able to do the same thing? Were you, as you got older and started finding music on your own, did you turn your parents on to stuff maybe they totally. wouldn't have been familiar with? See, that's so cool. Yeah, totally. That's exactly. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of The Clash and The Ramones. <laughs> we love Aww, them. yeah, they're classics. So when did the songwriting uh, interest take place? It, did that kind of come, kind of, because some people, you know, that came, that came right away with playing guitar, actually, because my um, teacher was, like, a singer-songwriter who kind of taught me tools 
to write music and made sure I knew it was very important to write music. And I used that as like a way to learn the guitar and start singing was just kind of self-taught through writing. Oh, that's cool. Um, did you ever, uh, any, were there any vocalists you kind of like pattern yourself after or kind of looked to and said, uh, you know, this, you know, that's the kind of voice I'd like to have yeah. or just going to just come out? Um, I think a mix of Gwen Stefani and Karen O. Like the two of them have always been huge inspirations and maybe even a little Courtney Love back in her heyday. Um, <laughs> I think all of their voices I love so much. Um, and yeah. Do you remember what any of the first songs you ever wrote? Any of them kind of that you remember or stand out? Yes. The first song I wrote was called Sweet Lila and it was about the baby that was about to be had by my guitar teacher's like best friend. <laughs> that makes that so complicated, but her best friend was pregnant and I was really close with her. She worked at the same like art school that my guitar teacher worked at. And I wrote a song for her, the baby in her belly. And then I wrote a song called Two Little Lovebirds about lovebirds. And it's, they're both about like a minute long, but pretty catchy ones. Pretty catchy songs. Well, yeah, there you go. That's a start. So you were seven or eight when you wrote those? Um, I was six. Wow, that's incredible. So, yeah. so as far as the uh, the regrets go, uh, where did you kind of meet up with the rest of the band? Um, I met up. I met. I met um, Janessa, Max, and Sage at School of Rock, oh. and uh, like a long time ago, we went to music school together and then reconnected and ended up forming as the Regrets. And then um, over time, now Drew is our drummer, and we met Drew and Brooks, our bass player. We met Drew through just someone who was working at the studio we were recording at. Dude, Henry knew we were looking for someone and suggested Drew, and we immediately just fell in love with him and knew that he would be the perfect fit. And then um, Brooke came along in a similar kind of, like, by word of mouth, found out that we were looking for someone and um, and ended up working out perfectly. So the lineup was solidified, what, 2014 then or uh well the lineup wasn't solidified until a few months ago because oh we have two new members oh i didn't know that okay yeah yeah but it's great (laughs) (laughs) you had a question liza So you guys are always considered like punk rock and especially with your last album it was very punk but the couple of singles that have been coming out from this new one they sound a little more indie rock, almost like indie pop. Totally. Do you think you guys are going to stay in the punk rock like area, or are you guys going to stay in the indie rock era for the next album? I think I never considered us, honestly, to be a full punk band because that felt wrong and like kind of poserish to me. Because I knew that we wrote some punk music and made certain punk songs in our show felt. So punk, I guess, but I think that word over the years has been so, um, has had taken on so many different meanings that I was always like, well, I mean, we definitely have a punk attitude, and I think that that hasn't gone away with our new music, like, there are elements that are still punk about us because of our attitude and some of our music, um, 
But our next album is definitely a lot more pop rock, well, power pop, I'd say, which is like classic bands like the Plimsolls and, um, and, uh, what's it called? Oh my God, I'm completely blanking right now. Anyways, um, we, we, uh, we wanted to experiment with a lot of different things and there are a lot more pop elements, but there are also a lot of other rock elements that we've never used before. So just say overall we're a rock band because I think that's the most vague, easy way to describe it. And then I just don't like fitting into a box and I don't think this record really does. I feel like I never really considered you guys full on punk. Like you said, I really feel yeah. like you guys are just kind of a rock band. And you did have some punk yeah, tracks, totally. but also some like more like indie tracks too. Exactly, exactly. That's, that's the well, I don't want to do And as the old joke goes, you're too talented to be a punk band. <laughs> because, <laughs> thank uh, you, thank you. You know, uh, and speaking of, when you were listing some of the bands that like you, uh, uh, when I first heard you guys, it kind of put me in the mind of uh, Best Coast. Do you know those guys? Yes. Yeah. Love them. Love Bethany. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah, a guy that um, is friends of a friend of mine. They used to host a podcast together. He was a big Best Coast stand. Uh, Gary Lucy, he writes for uh, games great. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Liza's laughing because I said big West Coast stand. All right. Anyway, see, they've, in- <laughs> they've influenced us in many ways. Um, oh, for the songwriting, <laughs> I wanted to ask you. So when you bring bring a song together... Do you come with it fully formed? Do other do other band members chip in? Do other people in the band write? Because I know there's a, a lot of debate of different ways about yeah. the way bands do songs these days. It's it's really different every time, which is what I love about it. There's no one way to go about it that we use. Some songs I'll I'll just be at home and have an idea pop in or start noodling around on the guitar and then write a full song, bring it to the band that's already written, and they'll just write their parts or all ideas for parts or whatever, and we'll make it come alive. Other times, we'll go and we'll pick a day and be like, hey, we're going to write this day, and we all just write together. Um, there's been songs that just Janessa and I have written. Um, it kind of changes every time, and then I've also written some songs with Mike, our producer of our new album and our old album, our first album. Um, so it's, it's, it's open and it's very different every time. You have a question, Liza? Okay, I thought like she had a question. Um, <laughs> how did you come to the attention of, uh, of a major record label? Because that's still, uh, that's a pretty, uh, pretty cool accomplishment. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's, they've treated us very well as far and like we love our team so much. We constantly are just like, fuck man like our people are so cool like our A&R um Kate is amazing we have an incredible marketing team like everyone that is on our team at our label is just so committed and so rad and we're in a very great situation and they're also all they want to do is shine a light on our our ideas I'm sorry I cannot talk right now our ideas and not try and push their own onto us or force anything um which is all that you can really ask from a record label. And did you come to their attention just through playing around all shows in Los Angeles a lot, or was it uh, through some other means? That you- yeah. Just just doing the thing, playing shows and hoping that someone pays attention. 
cool. And uh, do you, did someone approach you after a show? I'm always curious to see how people get their their big breaks. I know some bands, you know, yeah, submit a tape, so and happened, others, you know. What happened for us is that it was actually when I was in a two piece before um, our band now even formed. When I was in a two piece, uh, we got this little write up in the slog, and um, and we had like a four song EP out, and. We were hit up by Brett McGinn, who is our day-to-day manager who works under Kimberly Noller, who's our, like, main manager um, now. But he hit me up after reading this blog and listening to one of our songs, Living Beauty Girl. Because some of the songs that we now play or that we that were recorded on our first album were already songs that I had written and been starting to play with my old band. Um there's this one song that he heard and it caught his attention. And then that was right after actually the, the old band broke up and I was finding a new band and he was like, okay, well, we'd love to see what you do. And then the regrets formed and, um, ended up uh, starting to work with our management team. And then Kimberly was close with Mike Elzonda who produced, who produced us and also worked at, Born at the time, and he signed us. That's cool. Was it very stressful when you were trying to put together like a new band? I mean, you know, you're, you're young and everything, so you figure, oh, I've got years ahead of me, but I just can imagine it'd be it very happened, It honestly happened really quickly and pretty, pretty easily. Um, I was super nervous at first, and then when I had the idea of um, hitting up Janessa Sage and Max, I was like, oh, that would kind of work perfectly, and then it, it did, it, it worked. You know, so uh, I know you're still young and everything like that. Uh, but are there things like you want to do musically, you know, beyond a rock band? You know, I know there's people always want to do theater or, or write for for do songs for movies or soundtracks or things like yeah. that. Is that anything you or just want to just would, keep on rock and rolling? I would love to eventually write music for and with other people um, in all kinds of genres. I also would love to act at some point and um, write. I don't know. There are so many things I want to do. Um, And, yeah. And so the uh, the tour kicks off when? Are you... July 19th. Okay. And uh, so we'll be seeing you pretty soon after the tour starts because we get them in about three weeks yeah. after that. Okay, yeah, terrific. Cincinnati. Close. Cincinnati, yeah, very good. We um, who did we see there? We saw Pale Waves at. We the, saw Pale Waves. Yeah, uh, nice intimate little club. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a nice venue. It is. It's a great place to see a, a rock and roll show, and people can say, "I was there when, when I saw the regrets." <laughs> so very excited. So you guys are going to be coming to Cincinnati like a couple days before the album comes out. Do you guys plan on like the earlier tour, the earlier part of the tour, like maybe playing like some sneak peeks? Or are you going to stick to everything that's released already? We're definitely going to put in some unreleased music. All right, but wait, wait, we get them after the album yeah. comes out. No, they are before. Oh, before, before. okay. Ooh, this is exciting. Yeah, like, I think it's like three days or something. Oh, great. I'm looking remember. forward to this. And uh, are you bringing the opening act with you, or is, are they, is someone... We are bringing an opener. We're bringing um, Hot Flash Heat Wave, which we're super excited to play with. Oh, cool. Uh, they also from Los Angeles? They're not. They're from... 
Maybe they are. I do not remember where they're from at this moment. Okay, that's cool. This is, <laughs> we always like discovering uh, new bands that way as well. Well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any other questions, Liza? Um, I don't think so. But okay, thank great. you for talking to us. Yes, that is, we appreciate <laughs> you taking the time. Yeah, this, thank you so much. Yeah, this this will be part of the uh, the review in, in City Beat. And... Um, and oh, yeah, awesome. this is great talking to you. This is a lot of fun. We've been enjoying uh, the albums. Yeah, we've been thank enjoying, you so much. We've been enjoying your friends' albums. Tell them, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to uh, to more great music thank from both. You. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. Wait, have wait, a great wait. One. We do have one last minute question. Just, just okay. What's your what? favorite Wallows song? Oh. What was that? What's your favorite Wallows song? Oh man. <laughs> um. Oof. Tough to choose, isn't it? I'd say at the moment. Ah, I guess right now, right now, um, uh, Scrawny. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. And his favorite yeah. regret song better be Pumpkin. <laughs> I think it is. Very good. All right. Very good. And 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 was he upset, or did he did he was he like, oh, geez, or was he very flattered? About what? A pumpkin. Pumpkin. Yeah. Was he upset? Yeah. What, was, well, I, I assume it's about him, and it says he's, you're going to kill me. I figured you you, you and you're saying that jokingly. <laughs> Did I get the reason? Yeah. Uh, oh, why maybe I missed something. No, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It sounds like you're saying it jokingly <laughs> in the song. Like, oh, don't, don't kill me for saying this. No, 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 the song no. about you. That's why I'm saying I, I, oh, I all in good it. fun. Yeah. Okay. That's why it, it. Yeah. That's why, I thought, that's why I thought it was sung that way because it's like, oh. I just thought it was don't, like. Um, don't kill me. I wrote a song about you because whenever I, whenever I compliment my wife, she tells no, me. To, no, she said she, she says, oh, geez. Definitely only, only positive. Yeah, well, I thought so. Okay. Yo, what? <laughs> I was just joking around. All right. So anyway, well, thanks again, Lydia. We'll, we won't keep you any further. Enjoy the rest of your day. And again, we really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye, Bye guys. Thanks again to Lydia Knight for being on the show. Appreciate that. I was going to tell you where you can see regrets, but uh, as I am recording this, they are in the uh, Space Ballroom in Hamden, Connecticut tonight. That's Saturday, August 10th. Then they're clean over in Japan, August 17th and 18th, but then they're back in the U.S. in the Southwest in Southern California uh, from September 19th. Music Box San Diego, Fonda Theater in Hollywood on the 20th. Life is Beautiful Festival, September 21st in Las Vegas. You can go to theregrets.com for all your regrets needs. The new album is uh, How Do You Love? And we're going to get to the song of the week here. I'm going to let you out of class early today. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, this, this is the new single. Uh, still trying to get the whole album from the nice folks at the Rector Company. Uh, this single is called I Dare You. And uh, the thing I didn't mention in the... Uh, review is that, uh, and I'd mentioned this before to nearly Liza, is that uh, you can hear a real strong uh, Strokes influence uh, in the Regrets and even a little bit in their opener, uh, uh, Hot Flash Heat Wave. 
and that they also played the strokes heavily as the uh, music, well, you know, between while they were setting up and in between uh, the two bands. But anyway, when this song comes on, I always think for a second that it's the strokes, but it's not. A little strokes influence, but then it's very much the regrets after it gets rolling. And this is I Dare You. It's the song of the week on PS Tape Recorder. So long and thanks for listening. I never wanted to get too close to you, but now it looks like I'm getting too close to you. My mom tries to catch me, but I know all the bad. Look that you give me a switch and my filter melts in the